it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. Hey, it's Brandi Taylor, the business coach for beauty professionals. I help beauty pros amplify their business and take more action. I am super excited to share the Beauty Pro Mastermind with you, a group for serious beauty pros who want to find ways to continue to thrive in their business, a safe place for support, accountability, and education. This group is for beauty professionals who are ready for change in their business, understanding that commitment is required to achieve your goals. You know you need to make a move, but you're unclear and need an extra push. My mission is to empower beauty professionals and equip them to achieve their goals, bringing beauty and business together through support, education, and business resources. Register today for the Beauty Pro Mastermind at IamBrandyTaylor.com and just click on Beauty Pro Mastermind. I will also include the details in the show notes. Hey, you welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to share today's episode with you. I had the pleasure of interviewing Melanie Bachelman of Private Label Insider, and we had a phenomenal conversation. Melanie dropped so many gems. After 10 years of working in a private label industry, Melanie decided that it was time that businesses of any size had the opportunity to develop their own products. And she shares all the insider secrets with people who have a dream or an idea and courage, but just needs help getting their product from concept to production. So I think you're really going to enjoy all the great information that she shared. And here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Brandy Taylor. And we have an awesome guest today, Melody Bachelman. Welcome, Melody. Hey, Brandy. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. I'm super excited to talk to you today. So, Melody, I like to start with a fun fact. So tell us something about yourself that most people would not know. Huh. Most people would not know that I'm actually a certified chocolatier. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Wait a minute. You, have, you get a certification in this? You, I went to school to become a chocolatier because I wanted to open up a chocolate business. Like, what was your interest in that? Did you just really love chocolate and you thought it was a great career? Did you have <laughs> well, a family member in it? <laughs> no, no, I love chocolate. And then when I hit 30, I had like life-threatening allergies to dairy. And I was like, oh my God, I can never have chocolate again. And so that was 10 years ago, right? And when there wasn't dairy-free chocolate is as prevalent as is today. And so I was like, that's, that's not going to happen. I'm going to learn how to make my own chocolate. And so I found this online school, paid my thousand dollars and learned how to make chocolate. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dairy free, wow. nut free, allergy free. Cause I was like, imagine a world where you can't eat what you love. <laughs> so, yeah. Most people do love chocolate. So, wow. <laughs> that is interesting. So you didn't do anything with that, huh? I didn't do anything with that directly because I'm also, I have an economics degree. So I started running numbers and I was like, we make like a dollar per unit. I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Got so it. This is not a viable business, but you know, it, it does help me in my current work because I learned about tempering and how formulas break, especially working with cocoa butter, you know, and, and so much of what I do, it, it helped me because I was never a science person. It helped me with the science of making products. So it was a weird correlation, but it works actually. 
Awesome. That's really interesting. <laughs> I never even heard of anything like that. So that is so interesting. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your business and what you do. Sure. So I run um, Private Label Insider. I have been, it started as a blog. I started in the beauty industry on the contract manufacturing side in 2004. Prior to that, I had my own e-commerce businesses back in the day when you could throw up a website and SEO was the only option. There was no social media. So I had actually supported myself through college selling um, vaginal health products, supplements on Amazon, and I owned a water bottle store. And so um, we had ma marginal success, got a product on Oprah. We were doing pretty well. You know, back in 2000, I was making anywhere from five dollars to $20,000 a month in e-commerce. And, um, but life changed. And I took a job in a manufacturing plant and I learned the manufacturing side of the business. And I started this business as a blog. So I started the business as a blog, just there's a lot of secrecy around the beauty industry and how to create products and you know what really happens. And I just couldn't talk to enough people, right? I mean, I really couldn't. So I just started as a blog and my first client was um, Molly Hayward with Cora Tampons. You may have seen her there on the shelves at Target and Walmart and all that kind of stuff. And Molly was like, she, at the time, she was a hospital administrator, 26, living in Philadelphia, not really who she is today, not at all who she is today, but on her way there. And we figured it out together. She paid me 125 bucks for consulting. And I thought, you know, there's a lot of Molly's, right? So fast forward, Molly's now 30, you know, top 30 under 30 by the Forbes list. She's sold a million units, donated a million units to the girls in Africa and India. And um, I knew at that moment I had a business. So Private Label Insider quickly went from a blog to consulting the one-on-one -on -one to now we run our signature beauty brand bootcamp and our beauty brand intensive for clients that already have brands that need help, you know, increasing sales and streamlining operations and those sorts of things. So it's interesting that, you know, like when you started off in college, you had a few things going. You said you had a vaginal line, supplements, water bottles, and you did all this. And then you worked in manufacturing mm -hmm. and you took what you learned from that. And you created Private Label Insider. Um, and, and I absolutely agree with you. It is a lot of secrecy. A lot of people, you know, don't want to share. It's hard sometimes coming up in the beauty industry. It's hard to get information and figure out, like, how do I get started doing anything in beauty? It is like, if you don't know the right people, it's really hard. And mm -hmm. so I see that, you know, you worked with her and you saw that you had a business and it started from the blog. So was the blog, like, were you just sharing, like, details and information on how to start a product line? Mm -hmm. And then, okay. And how to start, how to work with labs, how to find them, because even finding labs, even today, is secret. <laughs> you know? It's like, what do you, how do you get them to email you back? Like, I was writing simple things like that, that people, you know, still struggle with. Fast forward, you know, 10, 15 years I've been in this, and it's still the same struggle. So, it's very interesting. Yeah, definitely. So I know, you know, you worked with her and you said, I have a business, but how did it all come about with Private Label Insider? Like, you know, what was your thought process behind it when you created this company? So, you know, back in my day, no, I'm just kidding. As e-commerce in the internet world has evolved, right? Because, you know, initially we were just a blog and we got a lot of our traffic organically from just blogging. I blogged a lot. And um, so I would do one-on-ones, those sorts of things. But I started putting together my first course because obviously you can't help it. You know, you can only help with so many people. So I put together my first course and that has evolved. We have now had thousands of students go through it. Um, but I just started 
refining the process of product development and um, teaching them not only how to start the product, choose the product, work with the manufacturers, but then I'm also a digital marketer by nature. Like I love marketing. And so I, I also teach them how to launch. And if they follow my launch strategy, they sell out every single time they get sales at pre-sale. Like it works so well. And so um, I, it took me a few years to really hone all of these things together. And now it's just, I want to say knock on wood, a well-oiled machine. <laughs> and when I mean few years, I'm that 10-year come up. <laughs> Let's be really clear. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, well, I think that, I think it's definitely, you know, great what you're doing and it's very much so needed. Now, what are some of the main things that you find people struggle with when they're looking to start their own brand? So I think that there's a mis a huge, there's a couple misconceptions, right? The first misconception is they have to be an expert. And so we have a lot of people that are just beauty lovers, right? Or they like how I love chocolate or they're entrepreneurs and they're like, I see a really great opportunity or they're beauty professionals and they just really, really want to get their products done and um, they just don't know the way. So I think the first thing that we always have to deal with is a mindset of like, if they're not an expert or they're not a chemist or they're not a doctor, can they still create a product? And of course the answer is yes, but sometimes we stop ourselves during the starting because they're like, well, who am I to start a product, right? I'm not anybody in the industry. And so that's the first thing. The second thing is just the how do they start the product. So obviously my business is called Private Label Insider. Fast forward, I probably would have named it like Beauty Entrepreneur Consulting or something like that because people don't see privately beauty entrepreneurs don't think of private label as the, the path to market. Matter of fact, there's a, it's kind of a, Oh, private label. That's, you're just one of many, but what they don't understand in our industries, you know, so many of the products on the shelves that you see at Sephora and Ulta are literally private labeled. They're just maybe a scent has changed, a color has changed and the packaging looks different. They're all very, very similar. Now, um, that's not to say that there's not room for custom. Of course, room there's room for custom. Uh, like um, Uoma, is that I'm saying her name right? That makeup brand, they customize their formulations. They were innovative in the marketplace. But for most people, they don't have the wherewithal, the meaning the time. They don't want to spend 24 months in R&D. They don't have the finances that it takes to actually customize each one of those formulas. And they don't have the knowledge to actually get it done. So for a lot of small entrepreneurs just looking to get started, for a lot of entrepreneurs looking to get started, they ultimately really need to private label. When you private label a formula, the advantages of private labeling are multiple. One, you can always start with smaller units. I know labs will start with 12 units. 12, that's $100 a product, right? $200 a product. Um, you can customize private label, meaning you can change the packaging. There's three ways to customize private label to not make it look private labeling, change the packaging, add a box to it, right? On the packaging side, you don't, you know, long look private label, change the color or change the scent or add, tweak the base, add your signature ingredients to a stock formula and you're out the door. And I can't tell you how many labs and big brands, that's what they do all day. That's interesting you say that because I didn't even know that I didn't even know you could like maybe add one ingredient or to make it like a little different from what everyone else has. And 
I do realize that there is a misconception with private labeling. Like, you know, a lot of people think, well, I want to, you know, be, you know, I want to make my own product. I want to have it manufactured with exactly what I want, the ingredients I want. And then when you talk to like, you know, a manufacturer company, it's like $25,000 to start. And you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm never going to start this beauty brand ever because I don't have that right now. So private labeling seems to be a great way to go and I didn't even realize like you had you it you know was so customizable that you can actually use a different style of uh packaging you can actually change a few of the ingredients and I didn't really realize that you could do all of that so that is awesome yeah and that's what most people don't understand and so what I always try to tell people is like I think of formulas and most people in the industry is like, they're basically like, we're like cakes, right? If they're cake, it's eggs, flowers, you know, you have to have the fundamentals and then maybe you want vanilla almond and maybe I want dark chocolate with sprinkles on top. Those are the, the things that change and that's to the public or to your consumer. That's what makes it look different. But you and I both know it still has the same basic eggs, you know, flour, all that kind of stuff. And that's what formulation is. So even when you see a brand that tells like an amazing, ingredient story like argon oil right the the base is very similar to a lot of other products they're just highlighting that ingredient and so I think that most of us think it's more complicated of a process that's why I have a job and it's <laughs> it's really not you know not saying it's not easy it's not easy there's a lot of nuances to it right you got to source the packaging you got to find your right manufacturing partner manufacturers can be a little difficult to talk to because they know they don't want to do the education side of the business Right. Which is, which is the lot, which is why y'all call me. But if you want to find those things and like bringing products to market is, is, is easy. Once you get that first one out, right. Then you, then you're, then you're good to go. Um, and so I would encourage anybody that's listening, that's like thinking about private label to look at the bottles that they see now and look at the ingredient decks a little bit closer and see if you start seeing similar Right, similar patterns. There's only so many ingredients in the world, you guys. Like, it's not that different. <laughs> right, right. So, what about for the person who says, like, you know, what's gonna make my product stand out? Like, there's a million eyeshadow palettes, uh, and then one comes out every week. It seems now. <laughs> like, so how, <laughs> how do I how do I make it stand out? Like, how do I stand out in the market? Right. And I always tell people this, you know, what makes a brand stand out is you. And, and I know that sounds like, oh, yeah, you're so special and different, but legit, you are. Right. The way that you see beauty, the way that you do your lashes, the way that you do your makeup, the way you're known for your hair. If you have an audience, even a small following, we just had a brand launch with 400 followers and she made maybe $200 in pre-sales. Like it, it's people that resonate and follow you. If you're going to be a face forward brand are the ones that make the difference. It really has nothing. Like we buy from our favorite influencers. We buy from our favorite celebrities. Well, guess what guys, you're a mini celebrity to your clients. That's some great advice. And that's what I say too. You know, that's what separates when I talk to like beauty professionals about, you know, their brand, like what separates you from all the other hairstyles? Really, it's you. It's like your take on it, the way you do hair. So I absolutely agree with that. 
it's not just that. I mean, it's that and, right? So then it's also going to always be about your integrity and how you show up as well because a lot of these beauty brands come and go because they don't have the uh, muscles to, to, to be long lasting. And so a lot of people that have like been in the beauty industry doing hair, doing makeup, whatever, they know what integrity is. They know they got to show up on their appointments and keep that. So you guys have strong muscles. So adding a product line to it is just a bonus for you. Now, what do you think a lot of uh, people, when they start out with their brands, struggle with to launch it? Because a lot of times it is hard to really kick it off, like to really get your brand out there and then start like even a pre-order or to get sales in the beginning. What do you think are some of the mistakes that they're making when they start out? Well, definitely, I think there's a lot of steps right? There's like 500 steps on our Trello boards that we give to our clients to do to create a brand. So sometimes we just get in overwhelm. But I think the biggest mistake is one of the things I always tell my clients is, listen, don't future trip. Stay in the step that you're in. Let's finish that. And then we can really focus in on, okay, what's our pre-launch strategy? What's our launch strategy? Those sorts of things. But when you kind of future trip, when you're all scrolling on Instagram and you're seeing so-and-so launch and you feel this internal pressure, which none of it's real, then you delay yourself. And so I always tell my clients, listen, stay in the step that you're in. Let's continue to, to finish this step and then we'll go forward because then you have your energy available to create that dynamic launch strategy, that amazing, you know, ingredient story strategy, all of those things that you need your energy for. So um, when a brand gets ready to launch, they normally don't, they don't have a solid strategy because they're just already exhausted from the product development process of it. So what if you do want to, like, you don't want a private label, but you do want to have your product manufactured and created, what are, what are some steps that you would take for that? What I would suggest is, and this is what I suggest even in private label, you guys, the number one mistake I see entrepreneurs start is they want to start with like five, 10, 15 SKUs. It's like, no, I don't let my clients start with more than three. It's one to three. Now, obviously in lashes, that's considered a SKU to me. So you can get, you know, up to three to five different styles, color cosmetics. You, let's say you do lip glosses, you can go three to five colors deep, but we're not gonna do all the products all at once. We're not Jessica Alba. We'll have this big budget, right? Because you guys, it's not only the product development side, it's also the marketing side. So that's first. So first thing, if you wanna customize, customize with just one or two products. I know it sounds like, well, it's not my vision. Write your vision down. And then once you get those up and selling, we can add the others on. Um, because you're going to make a lot of decisions in that customization process. And the other technique I teach my clients is like, listen, you've got to lead that manufacturer. You have to tell them that you're here every week and let them know you're serious because otherwise they'll get caught up in another, you know, sexy project, another Rihanna project and you, you get dropped. So the, the, the side of customizing is not really difficult. It's more about the leading that and, and keeping your manufacturer on task. And that can actually be a full-time job. Well, let's talk about, so I know you have your course and everything. And what other services do you offer under the uh, Private Label Insider? Sure. So we have our membership, which is a group of a um, lot of beauty entrepreneurs in there doing cool things all over the world. I literally love them. And, and when I say all over the world, we have people from Singapore, China, Australia, Colombia, um, Mexico, Jamaica, Trinidad, Canada, and all over the U.S. as well. And that is our entry-level membership. There's a lot of on-demand classes. You can get hot seat calls. It's kind of a mix of everybody from starting to already launched. And I, I honestly think that 
that's a great thing because as you're going, you're, you're working with people that are a little bit further ahead of you. So when you come to that, they've already asked the question, right? So that's our membership, which I love. Um, that's called the Inner Circle. And then we have boot camp, and then we also, which is an eight-week program where it's we kind of walk through the entire product development. We just started with about 65 students going through this next round, and then we have um, our intensive, which is for people that already have a brand that are looking to go higher. Because I do work with a bunch of multi-million-dollar clients, and um, you know, I teach higher techniques at higher levels. A lot of people don't know I've you know managed a lot of brands on QBC, HSN, all that kind of stuff. So um, not that retail has any relevance in 2020, but <laughs> but uh, also digital marketing, you know, is the way to go. So those are the ways that people can work with us. Um, we're a pretty big team at this point. So we have a lot of beauty brand coaches that are certified and have gone through my program to all my programs and, and um, are there to assist as well. Awesome. That is great. That is great. And do you have any, do you plan on adding anything else in the future? Or? Um, I'm going to say at the, yes, eventually. It's always been in my heart to own my own manufacturing plant. One of the biggest gaps that I see for brands is not having their own manufacturing plants. We actually tried to start it this last year and we're running on a really skeleton crew right now because COVID was really tough. But I anticipate, you know, opening up in a bigger way in 2021. Have you seen an increase in people wanting to start their brands now that we're going through what we're going through? <laughs> Listen, y'all, come here, lean in. Let me tell y'all, e-commerce is up 77% this year alone. So in May, e-commerce jumped 77%, meaning that brands that are 35 days old are having, they're selling like $1,000 days, 35 days old. If I could get everybody listening, do not wait. It's a huge misconception that, oh, everybody's broke and da-da-da-da-da. Yes, for 30% of Americans, yes. Unfortunately, yes. However, there's a lot of people that have a lot of money that are sitting at home that can't go to Walmart, Target, Ulta, Sephora, and they're looking for products, right? Bonus if you're a Black-owned brand because BLM is a huge movement and people are still absolutely definitely supporting. So if you're on the fence about starting a brand in e-commerce in 2020, please try to get that out before Christmas. Like. I can't stress it enough. Even if you don't hit Christmas, it'll still, Corona will be here still in 2021. So I really want you guys to do that. So my brands are launching and selling, launching and selling because there's not, you know, we can't go to the store. Retails yeah. are bad. And now in, in um, do you remember the lipstick effect? I think they were saying like in, you know, or in 2008, you know, when the economy crashed, but the lipstick was still selling. And I believe that to be true now, even though I know like um, in cosmetics in the beauty industry, sales has dropped a bit, but that means there's not as many people going into Sephora and Ulta, but inline sale, online sales have increased. And I noticed, um, Lipstick sales have dropped, but now because everyone has to wear a mask, lashes have went up and eyeshadow palettes. So more people are playing up their eyes now. Yeah, and their hair, and we're all doing Zoom. And and even I would argue that lipstick sales, because we're doing so many Zooms, is still high, right? And so you guys, it's a heck of an opportunity and we're bored. We want something new. We miss shopping, <laughs> right? Right, right. I had to cut my Amazon card off because my daughters kept ordering. <laughs> oh, like, yes. Listen. <laughs> my daughter's the same way. I'm like, if you order one more thing from Amazon, you know? 
Yeah. So, so, so then she was like, well, can you, can you just wrap stuff and put it at the door in an old Amazon box so I can open it? <laughs> yes. It must just be like that excitement of getting a new package, right? Is that what it yeah, is? That's what it is. Yeah. It's funny. Wow. Wow. So what has been the biggest lesson you've learned on your entrepreneurial journey? I would say the biggest lesson that I've learned is to bet on yourself. Right. And I, and so I'm, you know, I, when I made the jump full time into this, you guys, I'm a single mom. I'm a single mom. I was taking care of my mom who had a stroke. We were making like very little money in my business full time. And it took me three hard years of struggling, but I wouldn't change it for the world at all. So, I mean, if you're out there and you're like, yeah, but I have X, Y, and Z, listen, bet on yourself, grind those first three to five years out and then see where you are. So um, what is either your favorite book or book you're currently reading right now? So I have overview business books. I've read a lot of them, but I went back to one of my staples recently. I love Maya Angelou and I love her book Letters to My Daughters because, you know, she didn't have daughters. And so I love her. Just she's timeless wisdom. And so I needed that like connection. So I went back to reading Letters to My Daughters and I love it. So Melody, how do you uh, define success? So freedom is a big tenet of my idea of success. And so this weekend, I'm taking my girls um, up to San Antonio. We're going to go stay in a really nice resort that has a private pool. And that to me is success. I, I, it's not a dollar number. It's the time freedom. It's the ability to hang out and float with them in the ocean and the water. You know, that, that for me is success. Like really it's about that. It, initially I was like, oh, I got to hit a million dollars, hit a million dollars. But you, you know, you don't, you, once you hit you, it's not really that exciting anymore, right? You kind of need to just figure out what motivates you and the lifestyle that you want. So how can everybody uh, connect with you and find you online? Sure. So on Instagram, I'm at beauty biz expert. Um, on Facebook, we have a Facebook group, beauty business entrepreneurs. And if you want to send me an email, you can send it at hello at private label insider.com. Um, will you share some great gems with us today, Melody? Is there anything else you would like to add before we go? No, I would just say you guys, you might be sitting there listening, but yeah, that's great for someone else. But listen, go join our groups, listen to the stories of people that are the someone else's and see how it changes their lives. You are no different. This this is a repeatable process. There's no respecter of men's. You can do this, guys. Like if you're really thinking of starting a brand, you're really thinking of scaling a brand, I would just say dedicate yourself to the next three to five years and be here next year for it. So that's all. I think I think um, that was very helpful because I think a lot of people may be overthinking and make it like harder than what it has to be. Of course, it's not going to be easy, but I don't think it's as hard as, you know, we sometimes see it in our heads. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm the same. I have three coaches. <laughs> Queen of overthinking. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> in other areas. <laughs> so I get it. I get it. I honestly get it. So, Melody, thank you so much. Make sure you check her out. I'll leave all the notes and all the information in the show notes. And as always, stay great. And we are out. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Make sure you subscribe. 
Check us out on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I want to hear from you. Email me at info at businessbeautynetwork.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and Facebook at I am Brandy Taylor. I want to connect with you, so let's stay connected. And remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.